Hey everybody, this is Clover Chat, brought to you by the University of Minnesota Extension and the Minnesota 4-H State Ambassadors. We have started this podcast to showcase all the great things 4-H has to offer. Our podcast will include stories from Minnesota 4-H members, information about 4-H opportunities, and we will also hear from some 4-H experts. Hey everyone, this is Clover Chat, and today we'll be your hosts. And to start things off for our first Clover Chat, we're going to be talking about what 4-H is and um, how 4-H got started and how we got involved. My name is Kylie, and I'm from Mauer County. And today I have my friends Allie and Paige, and they can introduce themselves. My name is Allie, and I am from Sibley County. I have been in um, 4-H for 12 years. Hey everyone, I'm Paige. I'm from Washington County and I've been in 4-H for eight years. So to start off, Allie, what is 4-H? 4-H is uh, delivered by a cooperative extension, a community of more than 100 public universities across the nation that provides experiences where young people learn by doing for more than 100 years 4-H is welcome people, young people of all beliefs and backgrounds, giving kids a voice to express who they are and how they make their lives and communities better. Uh, Paige, do you want to uh, talk about the origins of Minnesota 4-H and how it's grown? Minnesota 4-H was started in 1902 by T.A. Dad Erickson in Douglas County, Minnesota. He created local agricultural after-school clubs and fairs. From these small after-school agricultural clubs, Minnesota 4-H has grown to reach over 60,000 youth in rural, suburban, and urban areas. These youth participate in a variety of activities ranging from agricultural and STEM to performing arts. But Kylie, how did you get involved in 4-H? That's a very good question. Um, so I started 4-H um, in my last year of Clover Buds, this is how old I was when I started, and that was a very long time ago. Um, and I started, um, I went to a 4-H club meeting, and I kind of just went from there, and I started doing mostly um, static projects, and then I started showing um, livestock, and I um, then I got really involved with like the llama program and met all of these nice people. And that's how I um, learned about being a state ambassador. How did you start, Allie? So I actually started in kindergarten after hearing from a local 4-H club in school. Um, I then became involved and started showing dairy. Um, I've shown dairy ever since kindergarten and have met so many people and um, have kind of just found out about the state ambassador program through uh, my county's extension program. So uh, for give me a lot of different experiences that I'm grateful for. Paige, how did you get involved? So I got involved in 4-H through my family because my mom was in 4-H, my grandpa was, and it's a whole familial ordeal for me. But my original years of 4-H, I started out as a clover bud in the horse project. And until about sixth or seventh grade, I didn't really do much outside of the um, horse project. But within the horse project, I started to get more involved. I did hippology, judging, now the Dan Patch program, as well as the showing aspect of the program. And from there, I learned that I really enjoy youth leadership. So I joined my county ambassador program and now the state ambassador program. 
besides those projects, I've really also enjoyed a few general projects such as aerospace and photography. But speaking of project areas, Kylie, what activities are your favorite for project areas? Um, I definitely think that um, my favorite project area is the llama project, just because I have my own llamas and I'm so familiar with it. And I um, run a tutoring program through the llama project and um, we get to teach young kids. So that's really exciting. And I also enjoy doing photography and um, I'm really just kind of um, like a vet science. I'm really into animals. And Allie, what do you think that your favorite activities would be? The term for each project may have some of you guys wondering what that even means, and that's okay. A 4-H project is something that a 4-H member works hard on to display at the county and maybe the state fair. My favorite 4-H activity is definitely the dairy project. I come from a dairy farm, so the love for dairy does not just stop at showing um, dairy for 4-H. I have loved the Dairy Project ever since I started 4-H, and I have met some of my best friends actually through the 4-H Dairy Project. So um, my favorite memory with the Dairy Project is actually being herdsman and um, on like the night before show day, staying up, I think it was like honestly all night long, uh, with my fellow herdsman who is now one of my best friends. And like making memories and being able to um, meet people that like she knew and meet people that like um, are in like my same age group, but I probably wouldn't have got to meet otherwise. I also think it's really fun that when you are herdsman or even just like a 4-H kid in general, when you're walking back to like the dorms and you see somebody you know, um, having like the conversation with them about like their cow and your cow and like how they're so connected but they're so different is really exciting to me too. Um, I'm actually grateful for the friendships I have made through the 4-H Dairy Project as well. Paige, what's your favorite 4-H activity? No, I have to say that my favorite project area would be the horse project, just because there's so many variations and subcategories within it. Like I said, it ranges from hippology to judging. There's the showing and competing aspect. There's also team demonstrations and speeches. So I really feel there's a wide variety of opportunity within it. And I've really enjoyed exploring as many branches of that as I can, because it's taken me from not a very confident little horse person to a very able horsewoman that I am today. So a lot of, a lot of people want to know like what is a 4-H club? So 4-H clubs are local groups that you can join. You need to reach out to your county extension. You can look it up, find a club near you to join and then you participate at a club level and that's the smallest level of 4-H. Beyond that, there's the county level, and then there's the state level, and then national. But a club is just your local group who you get to know really close and personally because you see them for your regular meetings and do a lot of your activities with them slash through that group. So, Allie, what activities is your club known for? So my club is definitely known for our community pride along with um, like volunteer projects we do. 
Um, I actually like kind of started our club with being able to volunteer at like, our local nursing home. I actually do that on my free time and the uh, resident at the nursing home love being able to like see young kids. So we actually, uh, before coronavirus hit, we went in and made cookies and we played with these residents. And now like our club is like everybody loves it. And that's, I guess that's like the talk in the nursing home now. So it's kind of cool to like be that club in the community um, to make such an impact on people like that in the nursing home. Kylie, how about you? What are your favorites? Or what is your club known for? So my club is Mauer County. Um, we're located in southeastern Minnesota. And um, my club in Mauer County is, um, it's called um, Southside, and we're one of the bigger clubs. And um, we really enjoy doing, um, we, our club is based in a really small town. And so we do like a community garden and um, we're really just known for um, doing things that help not just 4-Hers, but also help people in our community so that they feel involved and to get um, like a wider, um, what is it called? A wider area of focus with 4-H, not just people who are in 4-H, but also people outside and we also do a lot of um, fundraisers that um, benefit that small town and small small towns that are around it because I do live in kind of a um, smaller area of Minnesota. And um, Paige, what would you say that yours are? I know probably they've been mentioned, but other than what we've mentioned. Yeah, so I'm a member of the Wranglers 4-H Club based out of Washington County, which is on the eastern side, east central side of Minnesota. Um, we do a lot of um, actually activities in one of our local nursing homes. We sing carols to them during the holiday season. We visit the residents and give them valentines. But besides our community service aspect, what our club is really known for is we're kind of considered the horse club of our county. So most of our members participate in the horse project and we, try and we do group activities in relation to horses, but also try to focus on areas of 4-H outside of just the horse project so that our members can get a wider understanding of all the opportunities that are available to them within 4-H. But we've talked about all these awesome opportunities. So like, so Allie, what are some activities that you haven't done but you would want to try? So an activity that I have not tried in 4-H that I definitely would love to is probably just like the chicken or the rabbit project. Those projects are like really um, heavily involved in my county and um, I just want to see like what in the world it's like to show a chicken or a rabbit. Like I don't know that I would stay with it for sh like for the rest of my 4-H career but like being able to just try it for like one year I think would be like super beneficial for me because I have friends that are even in that project and they're like oh can you help me hold my chicken um, for like, because I have multiple chickens in a row for, like, showing, and I need someone to hold it. And, like, I don't know how to hold a chicken. So even, like, learning for that would be super helpful. Kylie, what's an activity you would like to try? Um, So when I first started in 4-H, you know, like I said, I was a clover bud. So my mom kind of just went at it, like, try everything. And whatever you don't like, you don't have to do again. Um, So I've done a lot of projects, but um, I've always wanted to do more static projects. I feel like... um. There's lots of um, unique projects that they, I've always wanted to try like fashion review or um, doing like 
food reviews, something that has uh, um, really gets me outside of my box because I'm not static projects. And I think that I would really enjoy them. But obviously, um, with everything that's going on, you know, I you haven't really had a chance to try them, but I definitely want to try them before my 4-H career ends. And Paige, what do you think that yours would be? Well, to start off, I want to say I love what you said about just try everything, because I really think that's what 4-H is all about, is just trying as much as you can and finding what you really love. But for things I haven't tried yet that I want to, I'm really interested in archery and I want to try shooting sports I used to do archery when I was in like third grade really recreationally but I never actually got involved in shooting sports so I think that would be a neat project area to try out and kind of push my comfort zone but with all these new experiences that we've tried because Forge is about just trying everything what's one of your favorites Kylie I would say, um, let me see, one of my favorites, I feel like there's, um, when I've tried a new thing, like I never used to take pictures, it was kind of, you know, I lived in kind of a rural area my whole life, and so I always liked taking pictures, but I never really knew how, and so um, I went to like a workshop about photography that was hosted in my region, and um, just kind of learned about, you know, what was, um, uh, like a, what you could base your ideas off of and how to get started and how to, you know, branch out your learning. And after that, um, I really just kind of took what I learned and um, tried to apply it. And, you know, and I learned that you can take photos like in your backyard. You don't have to go to like some crazy place to take a photos that um, that would be worth um, attending the state fair. What do you think, Allie? specific learning experience for me has actually been um, with the flower gardening project. So um, a couple years ago, um, we had somebody come into our 4-H club and kind of talk about flower gardening um, and how she likes to plant the flowers in the pots and um, whatnot. So she kind of went over like an example at the meeting and that was really helpful for me to see. Because um, we were actually able to ask questions about the flower gardening project. Like, I had no idea that uh, more types of flowers are better in the pot than just, like, one kind. And um, the fuller the pot looks with all the plants, like, that makes it more catching to the eye. Like, I had no idea about any of that. And so after having that learning experience time, I was able to come home and plant flowers for the county fair that same year and take them. And I have been doing it ever since because now I know what we have to do with that. Um, Paige, what's your learning experience you'd like to describe? I really enjoy experiences where I can learn by doing. So I think one of my favorite learning experiences would be my first State 4-H horse show. I really just didn't know what was going on, but thanks to all of the helpful 4-Hers in my county, plus adult volunteers and friends that I made from other counties, I learned kind of what the show is all about, how to keep my time organized between doing all of the different projects areas within that. And just, it really showed me the importance of community and how 4-H cultivates that while I was still learning how to do while well, I was still learning how to kind of handle myself at that type of event. But that kind of state level events transitions a little bit into fairs. So county and state fairs are kind of the main places that we showcase our projects, right? So 
what's one of your favorite county or state fair experiences that you've ever had, Allie? So my favorite um, state fair memory is one that I'll never forget. It kind of does go along with county fair too. So I'm just, you know, going to share the whole story. So um, we live on a dairy farm, my family and I do, and um, we actually raise all of our own show animals. So being able to go to the county fair and have an animal that we have not bought is actually something that like I take pride in because I don't have to buy my show animal. I just take what we have. Anyway, so there's this one cow that um, I showed from like baby to um, a little like when she was pregnant and I have her first calf before she was milking. Um, and pretty much my dad and I argued that he argued with me that I should not take her. And I said, you know, I'm going to take her. Like I have this bond with this animal. And he said, all right, like she's your whatever friend, like just take her. And, um, so before she was milking, when I took her, um, she really just, you know, won our class and that was about it. Fast forward a couple years, um, to when I saw this cow in the barn once she was a milking cow and, um, I looked at her and I was like, oh my goodness, like she is so pretty. What in the world? Like I need to take her to the fair. Like I was just this excited person. And so I went to my dad and, um, said, dad, Hammy has to go back to the fair. Like she is so pretty you cannot leave her home is what I basically told him. And he looked at me and he said, you know, like the last time you took her, she just won her class. Like, you know, something special. He goes, are you sure you want to be able to take a milking cow and put all the work in? And, um, I was ready for it. Um, so I told him, yes, like it'll be fine. I'll take her, whatever. So I ended up taking her to the County fair and, um, I showed her in our dairy show for 4-H and, um, she won her class. She won the production. She won the colored breeds thing. I mean, and then she got like fourth place in safer lineup, I think is what it was. So she was amazing. And, um, I have never seen my dad cry. Like my dad is not a crier. And, um, that's the first time I saw him cry in my entire life. (laughs) And so after that, um, I had to decide if I wanted to take my state fair trip with her or if I wanted to take another animal that I had at the fair, And after thinking it through, I was like, okay, you know, I think I'm going to take her. Like, Hammy and I have a bond. Um, She'll be fine at the state fair. Like, I don't even care. So um, we registered Hammy to go to state fair for 4-H. And um, that was about it. So then a couple weeks later, we were getting ready for the state fair for 4-H. And my dad looked at me and he goes, all right, like, are you sure this is what you want to do? You know, just like make sure because like I was like, seventh grade at the time and taking a cow down to state fair was a lot of responsibility. And, um, I was ready for the challenge. Like I, I'm a go-getter. So I was just like, yeah, absolutely. And he said, all right, well, you know, like you have your phone, I have my phone. Like if anything goes wrong, just call me. Like we only live a little ways away from the state fair. It's not like we're all the way up in the corner of Minnesota or something. So, um, I took my animal and Hammy and I like, just bonded together so well at the state fair. So on show morning, like I was there getting my animal ready to go. And my dad comes in and he looks at me and he goes, um, Allie, I'm so proud of you. Like, I'm not even expecting anything like big to happen today. Like, this is just a good learning experience for you. Like you're meeting your friends. And my favorite thing to do at the state fair is get ice cream and see the Princess K butterhead. So 
I mean, he was pretty happy I was there to see that for as much as I like to and eat as much ice cream as I like, because let's be honest, ice cream is pretty good at the state fair. So, um, he, I, we, whatever, like we went into the show ring and Hammy won her class. She won like everything she could at the state fair for the crossbred show. And then again, I walked out of the show ring to meet my dad because he always kind of like waits for me. And um, he looked at me and he said, Allie, like, I'm never going to outsmart you again. You know what you're doing. And I am so proud of you. I have gotten the biggest hug from my dad on that day. And that is the last day and probably the last day I will see my dad cry ever. So that was a really fun experience just to know we have like a homegrown cow that we were able to do that with. Um, for my um safer experience it wasn't really it kind of was an eye-opening experience it wasn't super positive so um, I've shown the same um, so I show llamas I'm very involved in I've been showing the same llama for the last like four years I've been in it way longer than that but I've been showing this llama and um, we're really known for doing really good at costume um, at the state fair which is a super popular topic that people enjoy and we always have like a really extravagant costume and this happened I think two years ago and we went to this state fair and it was the day that the costume show was and my um, llama, you have to get like a vet check and my llama was limping. And so we were so confused because she was fine until we had gotten there. So we thought, you know, maybe she tripped, maybe she hurt herself. And so then we um, got her checked out by the vet and she actually was um, injured and she had like a laceration on her foot. So we weren't able to show her. And so I didn't get to compete that year. And I feel like it was super eye opening about how important 4-H was in my life and how important that um, being in that project was. And I realized, you know, that I did continue, want to continue to keep showing animals because it was such an important part of my life. As for me, um, one notable experience for me with it, with County and State Fair is I've always, I've shown in the aerospace project for several years now, and I tend to make model airplanes. It's kind of my favorite aspect within the project. And there's not that many girls that are involved. So it was really unexpected for me when I went to the state show for the first time because there's group judging for static projects at the state show. I sat down at the table with my group and I was like, wow, I'm a grade younger than all of these guys and they're all guys. That was kind of a shock for me, but it was also a really almost motivating experience because it motivated me personally to keep doing the STEM projects, keep um, keep up with my aerospace work and kind of break the norm, but also it encouraged me to help encourage and support younger girls who are interested in STEM projects and encourage them to try it. And you never know if you're gonna like it and just keep doing it even if you're the only girl because that's it makes it a lot more worthwhile almost. So that was one of my most eye-opening State Fair experiences. But do you guys have any final thoughts on just project areas in general and your favorite 4-H experiences before we head out? Yeah, so I'm going to talk a little bit about um, youth teaching youth. Um, so Youth Teaching Youth is um, kind of a program that I feel like people um, don't really know about and I feel like it's a very great program and people should know about it. Um, so it is a cross-age teaching program 
and trained youth, which would be like one of us training someone or for example, um, they teach elementary and middle aged middle school aged children about nutrition and disease prevention and how to be more active in their community. And they just kind of um, are like a mentor and they really help. Um, they've really helped kids come out of their shell and develop um, a lot of important life lessons. Yeah, that is super neat. I know a lot of friends in 4-H that are my age that participate in youth teaching youth, and I've only heard positive things about it. Thank you for listening to our first podcast. We hope you will join us next time when we talk about youth teaching youth. If you, the audience, has any suggestions about what project areas you would like us to discuss, please send your suggestions to mn. 4h-stateambiadvisors at umn.edu. We just wanted to say thank you to everyone for tuning into Clover Chat. In our next episode, we will talk more about youth teaching youth. Clover Chat is sponsored by the number four, the letter H, and the color green. See you next time. 4H is a youth development program of the University of Minnesota Extension. It is available for youth in kindergarten through one year after high school. 4-Hers participate in hands-on learning experiences in STEM, leadership and civic engagement, animal science, creative arts, and much more. To learn more about Minnesota 4-H, visit z.umn.edu slash 4-H.